Hey, everyone. So great of everyone to join us here today. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. I'm joined by the co-founder and CEO at Together Senior Health, Cynthia Benjamin. How are you today? Great. Thanks for having me, Jared. Nice to speak with you. I'm very excited to have you here today. And I'm not going to do my traditional intro where I say, let's dive into it, because I've been getting made fun of for saying the same phrase every single time. So let's start things off, Cynthia, by you telling the audience a little bit about yourself. Sure. So I am the CEO and co-founder of Together Senior Health. Um, my background is both business strategy and innovation work. Um, I teach at the D School at Stanford and um, have done work in healthcare and life sciences for many years as management consultant uh, and uh, strategy, strategy advisor. Um, uh, I started uh, Together Senior Health about five years ago with my co-founder, Dr. Deborah Barnes, um, at UCSF here in San Francisco. Um, and she is a world-renowned expert in the field of Alzheimer's and dementia. So the two of us together started Together Senior Health to help folks with Alzheimer's and dementia to stay healthy and independent at home. And how, how did things come together where you two are like, we want to start this company together? So um, Dr. Barnes uh, had been doing some research at uh, UCSF and the Veterans Administration here at, in San Francisco as well. She had put together an in-person program, bringing together things that we know have value for folks with dementia, things like physical um, activity, uh, social connection, mindfulness activities, music, things that independently were valuable. She brought those together in a program and developed a curriculum based on what we know from neuroscience, how people can continue to learn even if they have cognitive decline. So we put all these things together and she saw really exciting results right away, better than best in class drugs, physical and cognitive function and improvements in quality of life, which are what really matter to people. Um, she and I actually have been friends since college. So um, we've, it's, and I must say as an aside, it is fabulous to work together with somebody that you that you really know well and trust and love. That aside, um, Deb had come up with this program and we thought we got to get this out to more people. It's really exciting. It's really impactful. What can we do to, to get this online and make it accessible for more people? I'll just quickly add, Cynthia, uh, Cynthia it definitely is, it's not always a requirement, but it definitely helps to get along with the person that you are spending so much time with building a, a business together. So that's great that you two get along and you've known each other for, for a long time. And, and tell the audience a little bit about where Together Senior Health is today. Uh, tell us about your approach. I, I know there's, there's a lot we want to unbundle here. So let's, let's dive in. Yeah, thanks. So um, we originally grew based on um, SBIR grants. So there's Small Business Innovation Research Grants through the NIH, the National Institute of Health. Um, Deb had a lot of experience working with grants. And um, we really, really wanted to make sure that we bring something that is evidence-based out to this audience, things that are really grounded in science, because there's so much out there that is based on hope. Um, there's not been very much effective, uh, not been many effective therapies out there for folks with Alzheimer's or dementia. Um, and so there's frankly a bit of snake oil in the market um, and things that maybe have worked for a couple of people, but not broadly. Um, and there's a lot of hope that, that 
people could find something for their loved one. So it was really, really important for us to be based deeply in science. We have a deep commitment to research. So we grew initially based on these grants, and we have received actually five of them to date, which is pretty exciting for a startup of, of our scale. So we, that allowed us to um, develop the platform, develop the online program, and test it. We've just finished our first clinical trial, and we're seeing some really exciting results. Um, uh, and we're doing the analysis right now, but people have, have loved this program. They're highly engaged, and, and they speak of it with, with great fondness in addition to the impact it has on them. So we, we grew based on those grants, and then um, about a year and a half ago, we connected with a venture studio called Redesign Health. They are uh, an investor that is really committed to bringing um, you know, exceptional new ideas to market, and that has really helped us to get out there into the commercial space. We've had a lot of guests come from Redesign, and it's so, it's so great. Like, they have done such a great job in putting together this venture studio. The amount of companies that are creating huge impact and also just having success as well in longevity is is crazy um it really speaks to you know their support system and, and, and what they've been able to create so it, it's great to hear obviously that you're a part of that as well um mm -hmm. and and congrats too on all the sbir that is not an easy feat those are not <laughs> it, it definitely helps that you have someone too that has experience with with grants um because there are so many grants for for companies to to actually go out and get, but it is not an easy, it's still not an easy process, right? No, it's not. You know, it, it goes through the same kind of scientific review and rigor as regular academic grants. And so to have a partner like Dr. Barnes, who knows how to, how to you know, work our way through these grants. Um, and, you know, to be fair, the NIA, the National Institute of Aging, which has has uh, you know, supported this through the Alzheimer's grants. Um, they're very supportive as well. They are looking for opportunities to bring science out of the lab and into, uh, you know, into the general public. And so, um, the, between the grants and redesign, we have been really fortunate to have fabulous support um, and the opportunity to both commercialize a really great product and to make sure that there's science behind it. And one of the things, so let's, let's continue to focus in on Cynthia, uh, on, on this unique approach and your programs. Um, and I know you, your programs are emphasizing cognitive health benefits, um, of social interactions and physical activity. Let, let's, let's talk through some of this uh, unique approach some more. Um, I know you, you've gotten these SBI grant, uh, SBIR grants, um, which we just talked about, but I want to make sure that, you know, what you're doing is so impactful that we also focus on the unique approach some more. Yeah, thanks. Um, you know, it is unique. There are, are lots of programs out there that kind of do one piece of what we're doing, but it's really the integration of these that is unique. And I think um, kind of the core value driver of what we're doing. So there is, um, first of all, it's an online delivery, which is, you know, in small groups, and we develop our own user interface to make sure that we minimize cognitive load without dumbing it down. You know, these are older adults. They're not dumb. They're just, you know, they, they need a super intuitive interface. We can do that um, and make it easy to get online. And we've got technical support if people need it as well. Um, 
So it's an online group-based program. People get to know each other. Um, and that's one of the things that keeps people coming back. These are their new friends. These are often folks that don't get out of the house much, if at all. And that, you know, that social isolation is kind of a part of the downward spiral of cognitive decline. It, it drives dementia and then dementia tends to drive social isolation because people withdraw. So we bring people together online and they get to know each other in a comfortable, safe space. They do physical movements and cognitive activities that focus on, on really functional things for them, the things that matter in terms of your health and safety at home. So it's not about cardiovascular health. It's not about exercise so much, but it's about helping people safely get up and down out of a chair, which seems simple, but that's where a lot of falls happen. And, and that could trigger institutional care. Or if you can't get yourself you know, up and down off the toilet, you either need to bring in somebody and pay them to help you with that, or you need to move somewhere. And so we really focus on the functional things that will trigger these, these major life changes for people. And, and how, how does someone's loved ones come into the, the picture here? Because this is something, you know, uh, you, you see in, in your own experiences, right, where you have an el elderly relative and maybe there's some sentiment, like they don't want to leave their home, but maybe they're not in a position or, or they're going to soon not be in a position to have. Do you do you also like deal with like these type of conversations? What advice do you have to people? that that are it's complicated right but um it's something i see more and more everyone gets older and the conversations with the the children and they're looking out for their parents where like you know mom doesn't want to leave because their sentimental value here you know dad was you know built this place um probably speaking a lot with personal personal experiences but i would love to hear your your thoughts on this and what advice do you have for for I guess, loved ones that are going through that process on the other end. Yeah, it is, um, it is a tricky process. Cognitive decline affects everybody in the family, right? Not just the person who's experiencing the memory loss. Um, we include caregivers and, and loved ones in our program and encourage them to participate, which is, um, we found really nice um, in terms of spending time with your loved one that's not about taking care of them. Um, you're learning some new strategies and ways of speaking with them and supporting them to stay healthy and, and, and stay at home as long as possible. Um, again, things like getting up and down out of a chair, going down, up and down the stairs. Like if they can do that safely for longer, they can stay there longer and you can be more confident that they'll be safe there longer. So there's, so we encourage people to take the program. <laughs> um, but we also, you know, that it is, it is, um, you know, it is a tricky, tricky circumstance. Um, you know, we also encourage people to um, to not forget that your loved one is still still deserves respect and can participate in their own care somewhat. You know, we oftentimes turn these folks into some something to be cared for. And I even see it with physicians sometimes, like once somebody gets a diagnosis, all of a sudden they stop speaking to the person with dementia and start speaking to the caregiver, right? Like the person with dementia becomes a thing to be managed, but just because they have some memory loss doesn't mean that they can't participate and they can't 
um, express some interest and they can't express love to their loved one and they, and they can't, um, you know, participate as much as, as possible. So I encourage people to have those conversations, even if they're difficult, um, and to, to have them as a conversation, not as a, as a, you must do this, but let's talk about what's going on for you. Are you feeling safe? Are you feeling unstable? How can we help you with that? Um, as opposed to just making decisions for that person because you think they can't. And as, as together, you know, senior health continues to grow, uh, what, what other partnerships are you looking into or are you excited about? I know you have some great partnerships uh, already. One of which was, uh, is village MD would also love for you to quickly comment on, on how those partners, uh, play into, um, your current and future plans. If, if whatever you can share, I know you can't share everything, uh, but then also what other partnerships really interest, you know, you with the company moving forward? Yeah. So um, the one that you just mentioned, Village MD, is around one of our newest grants, which is super exciting. We are looking at, we are in the middle of developing um, a predictive analytics tool to help our um, payer customers, our value-based provider customers, identify people that are at high risk of undiagnosed dementia so that they can then get the treatment that they need um, and they can start to think about what their options are. Now, about 50% of folks with dementia are undiagnosed. And so this is really an important thing to, to do. And we're working together with Village MD to do that. Um, and also with, uh, with IDEO, um, which is you know for us really important to uh, not forget the human side of this, the human-centered design and, and the, you know, that these are real people that were that we're trying to impact. Um, you know, as far as other partnerships, we're really excited to work with our initial commercial customers who are Medicare Advantage plans, um, value-based providers and the like, to continue to uh, demonstrate value and show, you know, real return on investment. So once we get this out to, um, you know, a population, a larger population beside beyond our study population and, and our initial customers, we can really start to look at how this is impacting the healthcare system. Um, are we, uh, you know, are we really reducing the number of falls in a larger population as we have in the smaller population? Are we reducing the number of emergency department visits? Are we, you know, really keeping people out of the hospital the way that we believe we will continue to do? And before before we start to wrap up here, Cynthia, I, I definitely want to focus in on two uh, like key events, key key things happening right now in the space. Um, mm -hmm. One of which I'm going to to butcher this name, but is the the recent Lem Lekembi. 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 Yes. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Thank you for saving me. Uh, so the recent approval of that of that drug, and mm -hmm. the you know high cost. Um, you know what what um, what that may cost Medicare, right? Each year, something is ninety thousand per year per patient. Um, comment on that, if if you don't mind, and then talk us through kind of a part two to that is that the recent report from the Alzheimer's Association where people actually prefer a non you know a non drug approach. So how do those two things tie in? Obviously, very promising, expensive, but then people also want a non drug approach. So I would love to hear your comments. Yeah, thanks. Um, so, you know, the the recent full FDA approval of Lakembi is um, you know, very promising, right? It, it, if we could come up with a drug that could help reduce cognitive decline or slow cognitive decline, that's 
fabulous. Um, we're pretty far from, you know, a widespread, you know, magic pill. <laughs> um, and these drugs are going to be really expensive. The drugs are expensive and they require um, additional, you know, brain scans. And you've got to go into the infusion center every other week to, to, to have an infusion. They're inconvenient. They have some potential side effects that could be quite serious. Um, so on balance, you know, it's a great step forward. Um, it's not the magic pill we all are hoping to have someday. Um, that being said, um, there, there has not been approval of a, a drug in this space aside from last year's Adahelm, which, which did not um, come across very well for 20 years. Like there's been nothing in this space that's been promising at all. Um, so it's exciting to see that happen. Um, but these, it, there's, that also means that people are, are just clamoring for something, anything. And to have these on the market means more people might go see their doctor and say, is this for me? Should I get diagnosed? Should I, should I get screened? And so that's a good thing um, that people are paying attention. Um, and frankly, that's a good thing for Together Senior Health as well, because when these people come in and they either find out they're not eligible or um, they find out that, that you know, these are kind of challenging drug regimens, they might be excited to try something that is non-drug related. Um, and you mentioned the Alzheimer's, um, Alzheimer's Association special report this year was looking at diagnosis and why people don't get diagnosed. And one of the reasons is that they don't want to get put on a drug. Um, and they don't realize that there are other options available. So I'm really excited to start talking about what we're doing. We are a non-drug option and we do exist that so we can help people today. Um, it's not about someday, you know, someday solving this, um, which I hardly encourage. I'm, I'm not trying to, to diss the drugs by any stretch. We are definitely a compliment to that. And that is, again, so promising. But, you know, we can help people today. They're struggling today with memory loss. Um, and so I'm really excited to just be part of that conversation as, as it's becoming more and more um, uh, central to, to folks these days. And Cynthia, as we wrap up here, last question for you. What's next for Together Senior Health that, that you can share with us here today? So we are really excited to be getting out there um, and reaching more people through our um, Medicare Advantage customers and our value-based care provider customers. So we're just really excited to, first of all, reach more people and, and provide access to, to our program to more people. Um, that said, we've also got a pretty exciting um, you know, uh, pipeline coming along behind our current program. We are doing additional research for folks with mild cognitive impairment, so folks in earlier stage uh, cognitive decline, to address risk factors and help people to um, either delay or potentially prevent further cognitive decline if they've started to notice that. Um, and so that's really exciting work. And then the, um, the other grant that I mentioned around um, identification of folks with undiagnosed dementia Again, that I think is really exciting for for our customers and for you know potential users to um, to really get the whole picture. We can help diagnose people, identify people, diagnose them, and treat them, so that fewer people have to live with the impact of, of memory loss. Well, Cynthia, I want to thank you once again for joining me here today on the podcast. Look forward to having you come on again real soon, and wish you the best of luck. Thanks so much for having me, Jared. Great to speak with you.